You're listening to The Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi, and thanks for joining me today on episode 95 of the Blended Family Podcast. I missed announcing to you last week that it was National Step Family Day on September 16th. Totally missed the ball on that one, and I'm so sorry. We have had a really rough couple of weeks over here. I actually wanted to talk to you about what happened here this week with us, only because it might come as some value to you one day. So recently, Sean and I got a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to travel out of the country, something that neither of us have ever done We've got best friends that live overseas for the last four years for work, and they've been asking us to come and visit since they moved there. Of course, with the kids and business, it's always been just out of our reach. Well, since they couldn't make it to our wedding last May, they gifted us the trip, basically told us to just make it happen with work, and they paid for the flight and everything else. So we decided to go since they're moving back to the States this coming spring, and this is really the last chance that we could go. And we knew we would regret it if we didn't go. And so they planned on taking us to Brussels, which is where they live, the Netherlands, Paris, and even London. Too good to be true. And everything was falling into place just perfectly. We had made work arrangements, kit arrangements, and everyone was happy. We applied for the passports and found out last week that Sean was denied a passport. And this is where the information becomes valuable for you listeners. He was denied due to child support arrearages, which we pay on time every month since the modification was signed. We're never late, and he doesn't show any delinquency in the system. But in my state of Florida, there's a rule, and that rule is that you must show a balance of $2,500 or less in order to be able to be issued a passport. So even though we have arrangements and we're honoring those arrangements, it doesn't matter. And I'm telling you all this so that you're aware, so that you can check what the guidelines are in your own state, just in case you ever plan on making a trip out of the country. I wish I would have known this before we made the plans. It was a huge letdown, a devastating letdown. I pretty much spent the whole week crying about it. At any rate, it is what it is. There's really not much we can do about it now. And Sean's ex was actually so gracious. She agreed to even go down to the court and forgive the arrears, of course, knowing that we would enter into a separate agreement between all of us because, of course, I would still pay her back that money. It would just be between us and not through the court system. And that was a huge gesture on her part. Um, but today she went down there and spent hours only to be told that she was in the wrong place. And now we're just running out of time. The trip is supposed to be November 10th and it's not really looking good for us to go, but we haven't completely given up hope yet. But my main point here though, this is something that you all need to pay attention to. Find out what the rules and regulations are in your state. So something like this does not happen to you. I'll keep you posted on my situation if anything changes, but I just thought that that was valuable for you all. 
And before I jump into our topic, I just want to let you know that I am still in need of more family interviews. I've done three so far, and I'm really enjoying them. I hope you are too, but I still need your participation. It's simple and quick. All you need to do is shoot me an email with interview in the subject line to melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. And I will then send you the information to schedule with your questions. It's easy and fun, and I'd love to have a conversation with you. Plus, it really helps out our entire community. So thank you in advance. I can't wait to connect with more of you. All right, so let's get into today's topic. When people make us uncomfortable, what do I mean by this? I'm talking about people outside of our blended family, We'll talk about people inside later, but right now I want to talk about people outside of our blended family who make us uncomfortable with their perceptions of us. You know what I'm talking about, the stares, the confused looks, the forward questions. This is something that all blended families deal with. We have to go out in the world and people around us are nosy. They want to know our story. They place judgment on us. It's not something that's going to stop, so we need to learn how to deal with it. And some of you listening may not have a problem at all with this attention, but some of you may not like it. Honestly, sometimes it just gets annoying, right? Always having to feel like you have to explain yourself, even when they don't ask. Some people do ask, often rudely, anything they might want to know, even if it's none of their business. And it's everywhere, every day from all kinds of people, strangers, teachers, doctors, other parents. And where? At schools, parks church, restaurants, even if you're, well, even your children are going to have to explain dynamics to their friends and parents of their friends. And as annoying as this all can be, try not to take it personal. It's easy to be offended, but really people are just being inquisitive. Most of the time they're curious and they don't realize how offensive they can come across. And I always found the best way is to answer a question politely or offer up the information they wanna know. No need to be rude back. Some people just don't know much about blended families. So have you dealt with this kind of thing? Let's talk about some examples of ways your blended family gets unwanted attention. Maybe you're out with your large blended family and you've got six kids. Clearly they're not twins, but they all look close in ages. And you're getting stared at, why? Because people are wondering if you've adopted, if you're a baby factory, if they're all your kids, and that's a common thing, none of anyone's business, but you know how people are. Or you're at the school's open house, bio mom, bio dad, and let's say stepmom show up. And you hate doing all of the introductions, but you know if you don't, the teacher doesn't know who's who, so you feel like you have to explain. What about this one? You're at an event, and another parent comes and tells you that your stepchild looks just like you. How do you explain that one without embarrassing them? That's happened to us, actually. My daughter looks like she can belong to Sean. So, and let's talk about the kids. I I can't tell you how many conversations I've overheard between my kids and their friends. And these make me laugh sometimes, the innocence of it all. I listen to them try to explain the dynamics, to explain the relationships. And my kids have been calling each other sisters and brother for years now. But when a friend comes over, it's confusing for that friend. They don't understand how the siblings live in different homes. Then my kids explain, well, yes, that's my stepsister, but we really are sisters. And kids have the same issues at school too. Sometimes when they're talking to their teachers about their parents, 
this year, my daughter and Sean's son are both in the same geometry class and they talked together and they were sitting together every day, but never told anyone they were step siblings. And it was funny to Sean and I because we figured everyone would think they might be dating or something. Even the teacher wouldn't know as they have different last names. So you see, we all go through these challenges as blended families, not only as parents, but our children do too. So you should work with them as well so they understand that questions are going to come their way and they're going to need to learn how to deal with that. Now, as far as others' perceptions of your blended family, I don't I don't want you to worry about that too much. I did a show last January on that topic. It was um, it was episode number 62, Dispelling the Myths of the Blended Family. And you can go back and listen to that one if you missed it. But really what others believe and think of us doesn't matter. We don't have to explain our lifestyle or choices to anyone. And honestly, it's becoming less of an issue, I think, now with so many blended families forming. So we talked a little bit about how outsiders make us uncomfortable. But I also want to talk a little bit about when people in your own blended family make you feel that way. And there are two specific examples I have for you here. One is the ex-spouse on either side, and the other is the parents or the in-laws. And the reason I want to talk about this is because it often feels much worse than the discomfort we can feel from a stranger. We take this more personal, as we should. So let's start with the ex-spouse. And you may have experienced this maybe at an event, a game, a school function. You're there with your partner, and here comes the ex who wants to make you both uncomfortable. Maybe it's the look, maybe the conversation, but you know what I mean. They, they put you all on edge. Sometimes they'll make the step-parent feel as if they don't belong. Sometimes they show up with their partner and they make the bio-parent feel as if they don't belong. Or maybe they bring up some story about the past that makes everyone feel uneasy. I know you deal with this because I get your emails. There are exes out there that love to just make everyone miserable. And there are too many examples to talk about here, but let's talk about what you can do. You're not going to stop their behavior. We know that already. And I can't tell you to not let it bother you. But the main thing is not to show them that it's bothering you. If they know it is, they get what they want. That's what they're trying to do. And I know how frustrating it can be to ignore it, especially when they try to make you look bad in front of others. You've got to put that smile on your face. And most of all, do not allow their bad behavior to stop you from attending your child's functions. That's probably what they're trying to do, to make you so uncomfortable that you stop showing up. And then they'll tell the kids, look, look who didn't come to your game or whatever. Don't do that. Keep showing up, keep smiling, kill them with kindness. And overall, remember why you're there. You're there for the kids and you've got to keep that in mind. And then, so what about parents and in-laws? Well, we all know how they love to involve themselves in everyone's business. And they think nothing of telling you not only how to parent your children, but also what you're doing wrong. And definitely will tell you what your partner is doing wrong. These relationships are so complex. What I can tell you though, is that you and your partner have to remain a team. If one of your parents is meddling, you have to have each other's back. A parent will think nothing of putting down their child's new partner, especially if they still get along with the ex. 
if it's your own parent doing this, you've got to step in and defend your partner. If it's your in-law doing it to you, you've got to let your partner know how it's making you feel and let them know that you need them to stand up for you. And I have a couple of listener questions about these very topics so that I'm going to share those with you today. The first one came from the Facebook group. And if you're not a member, you need to come on over and join us at blendedfamilypodcast.com slash group. We have lots of conversations going on in there. So this one came from Alicia and she says, hi, everyone. I'm really struggling with the in-laws lately and I'm hoping for some advice. We've lived together as a blended family for a year now, not married. He has a son and I have no kids. The mom is still in the picture, but lives out of town. So we have primary custody. The issue is that the in-laws don't have any boundaries. They helped my boyfriend with his son after his son's mother moved out, but never stopped even after I moved in. They make calls to the school without asking, attend all school functions as if they are the parent and come and stay at our house pretty much once a week because they live an hour and a half away. This makes me so unhappy and I have tried to have discussions with my significant other about it, but he loses his temper every time and tells me that he, I'm sorry, he'll give up our relationship before he gives up his parents. I can't make him see that I'm not trying to make him cut ties with his parents. All I want are some boundaries and for them to not come and go from our house as they please, but he refuses. It's making me so unhappy and I don't want to live like this forever. Any help or advice would be very much appreciated. Thank you. So we actually continued the conversation there in the group. And so um, I don't need to read you all the thread right now, but if you're a member, you can go on over there and read all the uh, questions and answers there. But you can see how uncomfortable her in-laws are making her. And in this situation, she doesn't have her husband's support, which is the most important thing. How can she possibly change anything here without him? And that's why I'm telling you that you and your partner must stay a team in order to fix a problem with either of your parents. And until he can get on her page some, she won't be able to fix this. And if you have more advice for Alicia, go head over to the group and find her post from September 8th. I'm sure she would appreciate any advice you have to offer if you've gone through similar experiences with your in-laws. And the next question came to me on an email from a listener whose name is Erin. And she said, Melissa, I'm not sure what to do about a situation with my partner's ex. I have two stepchildren that I adore, and I try to be involved in their lives as much as possible. The problem is that bio mom doesn't want me to be involved. Every time I show up to the weekly soccer game, I can tell she's talking about me to her friends. They whisper and laugh, and it takes everything I have to not run out of there. I stay for the sake of my stepdaughter, Every time bio mom's around, she makes me so uncomfortable. We have been together for two years. I have no intentions of going anywhere, but I also don't know if I can put up with this forever. Okay, so this is another example of discomfort that we have to deal with. So I would ask you, Erin, does your husband know what's going on? Is he doing anything about it? I would recommend that he approaches her, but it needs to be done in a certain way. Obviously, She's doing this on purpose. She wants to bother you. So he shouldn't really go to her and let her know that. He doesn't want to go and let her know how much it's bothering you. She'll love that. Instead, he should go to her and let her know that he's watching her behavior and that he has a problem with it. 
And I don't know from your email if she's jealous of you or for what reason she has for doing this, but it's best if he puts an end to it and that she thinks it's coming from him. And I know how tough of a position that you're in, but you know what? You're showing up and that tells your stepdaughter that you love her. And the ex is making herself look so ridiculous and so are her friends for joining in. You actually look like the hero because you're not only showing up, but you're putting up with this nonsense. Hang in there, get your husband to say something. And the only reason I'm telling you not to say anything is because her behavior clearly shows how immature she is and she won't be receptive to a conversation with you, at least not until she grows up a little. And if any of you have additional advice for Erin, you can email me or you can always leave a voicemail message on SpeakPipe for her at speakpipe.com forward slash blended family podcast. And I can then play your message on a future show. And as always, if any of you have a question, they can be sent to my email at melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com or you can post in the Facebook group or you can even ask me a question on SpeakPipe. I always try to answer your question within a couple of weeks. And if you ever wanna post anonymously in the group, you can let me know and I can post a question for you. I understand that some of you are very concerned about privacy. So that's all I have for today's show about when people make us uncomfortable. I'll be back next week with another show. I hope you all have a fantastic week and thank you so much for listening. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.